You have arrived at your destination. that new jack episode of dark side of the ring yeah yeah it was awesome <laughs> new jack's great new jack is a crazy cat dude uh and the, uh my favorite parts of that uh a uh any part involving devon i mean yeah. sorry d-lo or d-lo uh, d-lo yeah and uh every time that jim Cornette does his typical well yeah, I'm gonna preface. I'm gonna say some bad things about New Jack, but you need yeah. to know that I like New Jack, so I'm not gonna be too mean to him. Like New right. Jack is kind of trash, but Cornette loves him. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I mean, like he's he's very open about being like not a good dude. You know? um, well, so you know. I don't know. I saw. Uh, I, I don't know. I sided with New Jack on quite. I uh, not necessarily his execution uh, yeah uh, I, on a lot of these things like yeah that dude uh was it Vic Grimes Grimes yeah yeah, yeah. I, the guy the guy that he fucking fell on uh his fucking skull yes on top of so him, he yeah. he fell on New Jack's skull and broke it yes Cracked his didn't skull. call him. Didn't apologize because they. It's mm-hmm. weird. The editing on the episode that I saw, it was not necessarily an official one. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of just skimmed right by it. Well, they didn't have. <coughs> sorry, they sorry they didn't have the rights to the scene where Grimes fell on him because that was ECW, and I think no, he, that was. Uh, P, it was the thing after ECW. It was the yes, P, yes. So the, the the ones where he fell on him, where where Grimes fell on his skull, that he didn't. Ha- they didn't have the rights to. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't show it. They didn't show the scene where you know they were both supposed to just jump off, and New Jack basically had to drag him down, and he fell and just landed on top of him. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the fucked up thing. I feel like they skimmed yeah. by that a little bit too quickly. Yeah. Because dude broke his skull. Yeah. Yeah. And like didn't apologize, didn't call him, didn't do anything. (laughs) And when you've got a person who is already a notorious fucking hothead. Yes. uh, I'm shocked he didn't kill Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. Shocked. I I do like that. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I get it. Like I get the idea of like, you know, like rednecks calling you the n-word blah 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 you get this but it's like you're you're out there being as racial as you possibly can as a heel you know and i'm not saying like oh you get what you you know you get what you receive or whatever but it's like it's like he just he he would just like get into that mode and he would just continue to escalate it further past what he could put you know what i mean it just was like oh my god it just it was crazy, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed that one. It's yeah. uh, it was uh, it was a good one, and I yeah. I, I don't know, maybe I'm the weird guy that like I I saw a lot of fault in what New Jack did to others and himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like, yeah. you know, a, a lot of these vets, 
you know, like if you if you're some kid and you come in, you know, the locker room, don't introduce yourself and start, you know, telling New Jack what you're going to do in a match. That motherfucker's going to stab you. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not going to stab you just for that. You, yeah. You're going to try and take him like like in the ring. Like it just like, why would you ever? Why would you ever? That that was the only story I'd never heard, actually, was that one. I'd heard oh, Mass, Mass Transit. Trans- okay, no, all right. Mass Transit I'd heard of. The the one where the dude was just like, like oh, oh yeah. Like, like, and then he wanted to work it into an angle because he was a psychopath, so he dropped the pad, so he dropped all the charges. And, and then the New Jack, Jack just, just left just, town. Just left. <laughs> he just left Florida. He just left Florida. Oh, man. New Jack's crazy. He's crazy. New Jack's awesome. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, though, if if you're on his good side, like, just a feather to work with. Like, it's like, if you don't piss him off, if you don't, like, which, you know, like, he's had thousands of matches, and they pick, like, three incidents where he really went off the fucking rails, right? Um, and uh, so, like, if you don't piss him off, he's like, a, he's like a feather. He's like a feather to work with, like, completely... Like we'll take care of you and everything. So, uh, so they don't, they don't really talk like about those parts. Talking about the old man. Yeah, He's I like, know. I beat the hell out of a hundred year old man. <laughs> I beat the hell out of a hundred year old man from a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Gypsy Joe, man, Gypsy Joe. Oh, he had a lot of concussions at the end of that. Anyway, yeah, Hoss, uh, it's time for the Video Destruct podcast. Hell yeah, where, it is. Where we don't talk about wrestling except for the first yeah. five minutes. Uh, we always talk about wrestling for five minutes uh, because we used to have a wrestling podcast, and that's the only time we get to have that out. And amazingly, we didn't talk about WrestleMania, but that's fine. We can probably we could probably do a whole other thing about WrestleMania because I would love to actually talk about. Certain things of WrestleMania. Um, I want to talk about, just, you know, like if, if next week, if this is still in my mind, the one thing I want to talk about is WWE did something I've never seen them do before. Yes. They completed uh, a storyline with Otis. Yes. The, oh, okay, that. All right. They completed a <laughs> mid-card storyline. And, yeah. and here's the thing. I, I don't care if you like the, the Otis thing with Mandy or no. not. I don't care. But they actually followed through and yes. completed a booking decision. Yes. Wow. And, and not only completed a booking decision, advanced it with another one, which they're going to do with Ali, because he's obviously the guy who's doing the Truth TV thing, right? Like, yeah, be, I, so. I figure it's he's going to do this, and then he'll, over the course of the next couple months, interfere in other people's storylines. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, so not it's only GTV. Yeah, it's GTV. It literally was GTV. Everybody was saying, GTV returned. And I was like, did it really? And like, no, but it did. <laughs> like, yeah, but what if um, it did, though? And what if it did, though? It's like, and they called it Ali GTV. Wait, is Ali G taken? Ooh, all right. <laughs> is Ali G the taken? Ali G show. I think Ali G's taken. It might be taken. Uh, yeah. but... <laughs> That's a Sasha Baron Cohen thing. <laughs> I know, right? yeah. uh, he's not using it. Fucking just, just use it. Uh, but today, Haas, we're not talking about rest. We're talking about Turok. We're talking about Turok, the yeah. dinosaur hunter. Um, Damn right we are. Because uh, you have um, uh, a, re- a, a remastered version on PC, I believe. Or I do, just- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is a remaster uh, it was made or... by Night Dive? Uh, yeah, it's a remaster. It was done by Night Dive Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the same company that did that remaster of Blood last year. They did a remaster mm-hmm. of Forsaken recently. So if you were into PC games in the '90s, brother, 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 Night Dive <laughs> Studios. 
in Night Dive Studios. There you go. Um, sweet. Um, but yeah, I have fond memories of playing this game on the N64, your favorite console, I think. Um, your, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and the GameCube, baby. That They're my cube. favorites. Like, I stubbornly stuck by Nintendo, damn it. Um, gun, uh, gun to my head, I'd probably choose the N64 over the GameCube. Oh, At yeah, least absolutely. it had a lot of games you couldn't get anywhere else. Yeah. The problem with the GameCube is it's like, it's like here's a bunch of shitty version of extreme sports games, <laughs> really terrible versions of sports, uh, like traditional sports games. Yeah. And then like three Nintendo made games you give a shit about. Well, yeah, That's you about had, it. Yeah, we had the Prime games, right? Yeah, the Metroid Prime games, at least. Uh huh. That that was that was something you had. You had. No, you, you don't just want... had, Yeah, there was two of them. Uh, the third two, one was on the way. Yeah, two Prime games. Uh, okay. You don't... And Animal Crossing, and then you're done. And what well, you don't. Need... <laughs> uh, Wind Waker. Well, that was that was one, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wind Waker's There's four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Windworkers one. Yeah, because our game was terrible. I, yeah, uh, you Twilight don't, Princess is awful. Yeah, I despise Twilight Princess. I cannot tell you how much. I, I think it's garbage game. to look at. Uh, I think it's terrible uh, to play. Yeah, I, everything's bad about that. Bad about that experience. I never finished it. Never finished it. Um, and that was no, that I got like thirty hours into it, and I'm like, how yeah. is this not over yet? <laughs> that was the I, yeah. I got like maybe ten hours into it, and I was done after the third bug hunt. I was like, I don't want to hunt for bugs anymore, and then I just stopped playing. <laughs> well, and then like, like you had all those sequences that are just you on the bridge running at the oh, God, the yeah. hobbling guy, and they just Ugh. recycled that over and Ugh. over again. And the dog parts are yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah, all the dog parts hunting for bugs was bad. The stupid. Ugh. I hated that game. I hate that game. And, I, and I, I've told this before, right? That I was at the press conference where that was unveiled and that uh, there were grown adults crying. Yes, you told me that before. <laughs> I've never been more ashamed to be a member of the human race. <laughs> than that day. That was it. That, that was the day. <laughs> yeah, like that's... The Holocaust? No. Uh, no. The Armenian Genocide? No. No. But, the release of Twilight Princess. Iranian Contra? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Twilight Princess, that was the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, Turok was on the N64, so that's why I would choose N64. I'm really going yeah, to the, the N64 <laughs> is really interesting. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk a little bit about, like, we've yeah. never done an N64 episode, and I don't necessarily want this to be, like, a huge N64 episode, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll talk a little bit about... Uh, how hard up people were for entertainment in the early days of the N64 and talk a little bit about Turok and why that game had to damn near have a one-to-one attach rate because it was before GoldenEye. It was before, well, no, Mario Kart was, it was, I think it was actually even before Mario Kart. Yeah. So like basically you just had pilot fucking wings Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Mario, Mario 64. 64. Yeah. That's yeah, like, not it. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. uh it was it was thin times, baby. It was, it was. Um, but let's uh let's get into that later for right now. Let's get into the news. Uh some sad Time news. For the news. Time for the news. <laughs> um the sad news, uh Last of Us 2 delayed. Um yeah. I think, you know, that was uh 
I feel like we were seeing that coming because, like, for some reason, it just wasn't coming out. (laughs) Well, it's done, apparently. Right. They have a two, kind of a two-issue deal with it where all the collector's editions, like all those, uh, the stuff that needs to get produced for those is would be produced in factories that are either just now coming back online or have not come back online yet. Mm-hmm. So they've got that issue. And also uh, almost all of their uh, support offices are either super backlogged or closed. Mm. So like, you know, they, they have support lines and all this stuff for, you know, like the, the lines that we would never call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but right. you know, if anything happens to your game, you know, you got to call them, mess with it, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, right. you know, activating codes, not work and stuff like that. So there's just, right. and getting patches out, like, you know, with them being all remotely working right now, uh, you know, getting a cohesive vision of what patches need to be like, is just hard. You know, it's mm. just, you know, we're not there yet. Uh, so, and also, call me crazy. I don't think it's necessarily a great time for people to be playing that game. Yeah, I mean... I think that's yeah. a deeply depressing universe that's maybe just a little bit too on the pulse yeah, of the moment. You know. I just, I don't know. I, I think they kind of feel like it might be in a little bit of ill taste right now. Possibly. Uh, um I I feel like, you know, people know this thing's been coming out for a while. They get it. Um, but, oh, yeah, you know, but there's also uh, there was a magic card that was coming out um, and it was uh, it was sort of like a, a like a uh, for this new set. And it was basically like a like a like a like a sun card. Like it was like the like the, the rising sun or something. And it was called Death Corona. <laughs> Oh, all right. So they had to change that <laughs> title. So uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we should probably change that. So there are cards that went to print before they could like change it. So there are cards that say Death Corona on it. So it's pretty, um, pretty amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, see, it, it's possible that they, they, they just wanted to like have like a, a bit of a, a bit of a tone shift uh, when everybody's like able to freaking leave their house after that without <clears throat> yeah, becoming it, it, fungus I zombies. It, I think people have a weird definition in their head of the word indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, and indefinitely means just they don't know the date yet. Yeah. So yeah, that's it, it could be a three week delay. Yeah. It could be a month delay. It could be four months. Right. I don't know. You know, it's whenever there is any ambiguity when it comes to stuff like that, people kind of like freak out. It's like, you know, just let them get their ducks in a row, man. Right. Like, yeah, I understand the natural inclination of consumers of, you know, art forms to feel like they have some kind of ownership over that and have some kind of agency in, in that sort of thing. But like, you really don't like just, they're the creators. Just they'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I I think, I think the reason that is in the gaming industry is because when something's delayed indefinitely while in development, it, it means that they're just not going to open that back up because there's so many doors to open back up to, to even, get that thing back in development. But as you said, this game's ready. It's just delayed because, you know, of this 
logistics. Unprecedented, yeah, there's unprecedented event plus logistics plus whatever. So it's like, yeah, just just wait that out. It's coming out. Like, you know, it's not going to hey, be. If Amazon can't get me a prime shipped package in less than three weeks right now. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to get you anything on time. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, my, it's, uh, it's a bad time. I don't know if you've tried to order anything off Amazon recently. Uh, it's uh, wild. I've, I've, I've been, it's been pretty good for me actually. Uh, but I haven't had to order anything this week. Uh, Home Depot was a couple days late on my new sink and uh, garbage disposal. So, but it's only a few oh, days. Nice. So not, not too bad. Um, but Are you getting they, new countertops? I am getting new countertops. Yes. Well, I'm getting them really? resurfaced. I'm getting resurfaced. Oh, nice. So yeah, that should be pretty pretty good. But I'm just gonna go ahead and do it myself because like the plumber was like, "Well, it's gonna be a couple of weeks before we can get out there because we're not doing cosmetics." I'm like, "Well, it's not cosmetic. I need my sink." So, <laughs> like, so I was just like, "You know what? Just don't come out. I'll you know save me 240 bucks and I'll just do it myself." Fuck it. Yeah. Like, I have to take the damn thing out myself. I can hook. I can hook it back up. It's literally the same like hookup that I did of, of me unhooking it. So I can watch a YouTube video, you asshole. Yeah, basically, which is what I did. That's what I did to unhook, you know, to, to get everything unhooked. I literally looked at a thing. I'm like, Oh, I can do this. And I'm, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to unhook everything tomorrow. So and then I'm going to do my counters and I'm going to put the new one in. Be very simple. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, uh, last of us delay, last of us two delayed, uh, quake con canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Many, pretty one, sad. One of many. One of many uh, get-togethers uh, being. Yeah, canceled. this one kind of bummed me out though because I'm, I, I, I had planned on going this year. Mm. Uh, I've always wanted to go down to this uh, and hang out in the BYOC area. Uh, so, for those of you who are not familiar, QuakeCon is ID Software's uh, event that they throw every year in Texas. Um, and they rent out this, you know, this expo area out of a large hotel and have what they call the BYOC area. It's a 24 hour a day event for like three days. Yeah. And so the, the rule with the BYOC is that like, you know, it's fucking everybody protects everybody else. You know, you bring your computer, you leave it there. Right. You have your own spot and all that kind of shit. Right. Uh, and, you know, people can you know, come by and, you know, talk about their rigs and stuff like that. And there's a whole lot of like crazy stuff. <clears throat> there was one a couple of years ago that I thought was awesome. It was actually made out of, uh, the fallout power armor statue. <laughs> That's cool. So it's like an actual life size, like a uh, brotherhood of steel dude. Yeah. Yeah. And someone but built it- a computer into his torso. That's cool. I like that. And it was awesome. That's pretty right. Yeah, I've just I've always wanted to go, so uh, I'm not necessarily surprised. I mean, the event's not until uh, September, um, wow. but they, they canceled you know, it that far out. They did. Why? Uh, <laughs> uh, tickets were about to go on sale. Oh, gotcha. So they're just not sure about selling tickets on it now. Well, and what? at this point, it's you know, I think there's a lot of fear that once you know, like a lot of the lockdowns actually get, uh, you know, lifted that we'll have a second, a third, a fourth wave of this stuff. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of fear of that. So I think they're just playing it safe because a lot, you know, all these event organizers, the last thing that they want to be associated with is people died because they went to your event. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that, true. That that's just the plain and simple of it. You know, it's uh, so they're just they're they're protecting themselves. So uh, next mm-hmm. year, I will go to QuakeCon, and I I want to meet Hugo. Yes, and I want to shake his hand. Yes, <laughs> or bump elbows uh, with him. And right. I just want to tell him that, man, you're a weird dude, and all that Pacific Rim stuff that you made is awesome, and your <laughs> Doom universe is really confusing, and I love it. <laughs> and then just walk away. And then just walk away and don't speak to him ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty I, uh, I, I, I'm a little sad about it, but, like, you know, really, uh, you know, they, they pushed the Kentucky Derby back to, like, September. And, you know, yeah. like, just it, it, this is just this is one of many events. Uh, but I was uh, I was legitimately sad. Because I'm also, like, very fortunate now because I have uh, relatives that are in town. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I didn't want to, they've got a guest house. I wouldn't even have to rent a hotel. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, I would probably still rent a room in the hotel where the BYOC is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's nice to know that, like, you know, if, if times were looking a little lean, you know, I could still make it work. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, you know, just everybody, just this is our, our weekly check in. Just, you know, be careful. Yep. You know, like, uh, I think we're actually starting to round the bend on a lot of this stuff. So just stay at home for a few more weeks. And uh, yeah. and I think we'll be out of here. Yeah, we're looking so. to uh, we're looking to plateau and or start the downturn on the really bad parts, I think. So um, and the really I bad so. parts, and the really bad parts are, you know, in in all relatively, I'm not diminishing the badness of this whole thing, but in relative to the numbers of the number of people it's, you know, it, it's not the end of the fricking civilization. Let's, let's, let's just say that, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I respect what we've done uh, yes. to try to preserve human life. Yes. Uh, and you know, it's, yeah, it, it's a tribute to, uh, you know, my wife's a nurse, you mm-hmm. know, she works in the medical field right. and she's, uh, actually uh, probably going to be taking a job, uh, at a major hospital, Mm-hmm. Uh, here in the next couple of weeks, which would put her directly in harm's way. Yep, it's true. And she, she just she won't blink an eye at it. Yep. Yeah, like that's just that those people they're they're the real deal, man. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I don't have that kind of bone in me. I'd be like, yeah, man, I'll, <laughs> can I can I donate money in some way to help you I- guys or something? <laughs> Oh man, but uh, yeah. So that's the news today. Um, Haas, you played Resident Evil Three. The did. remake. The remake. I've not finished it. I, that, yes. I, I will. I will preface this by saying I haven't finished it yet. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm hoping that I'm going to actually finish that thing uh, pretty much entirely on stream mm-hmm. uh, over the course of the next week or two. Um, right. It's. I don't know if you've been going through this. I've had kind of a hard time focusing on games here recently. It just, it just, it seems mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You're just like, man, what's going on in the news? You know, like, I don't right. know. I, <laughs> I, I, it just doesn't feel like the time, which is fucked up because yeah. now is the time that you should be recharging your batteries and resting and all this other stuff. And I feel like I've never been more on edge than I am right now, <laughs> uh, which is yeah. maybe not a great look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I uh, I pre-ordered um, the latest Resident Evil game, so the remake of Resident Evil 3. Uh, this comes about 14 months after the release of the Resident Evil 2 remake that was 
was it like our second or third game in our top 10 games last year? Uh, it was up there. I was, it was really up there. I think it was like second place. Yeah. Yeah. Second or it was, third. It was, it was, it was yeah. in the top three ish, I feel like, but uh, yeah. yeah, I loved it, man. Uh, that, that remake was incredible. So the new Resident Evil three remake builds on a lot of that technology. It was actually being built side by side uh, with the Resident Evil two remake. So the Resident Evil two remake uh, started development about five years ago. And the Resident Evil 3 remake started three years ago at a sister studio. So they were, as all the engine changes and technology changes and all that kind of stuff was being done for Resident Evil 2, the Resident Evil 3 team was taking a lot of that technology and trying to expand on it Mm -hmm. uh, to make Resident Evil 3, which is how in some ways you end up with a decidedly better looking game. And in other ways, it looks like it might actually be a step behind Resident Evil 2 technology wise because they were being developed side by side. Yeah, right. It's at a certain point. It's like you can only share so many resources. Yeah. Yeah. and I'm sure that that team that was making Resident Evil 2 is off making probably Resident Evil 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe a Code Veronica remake. Or, you know, it's, it's hard yeah. to say. Um, right. I think it's time. I think we need to take a break from remakes for a little bit. Uh, yeah. And get 8 out there. And then I would actually like to see a Code Veronica remake. And my question to you would be, do you, do you remake 4? Ah oh, man, I mean, is it, is it, is four sacred has, cow? Yeah, four has had so many re-releases. It's hard to say. Like, well, I it's feel one like of the greatest games ever made. It really is. Like, it's not like like that's not like just that's not just like you know hyperbole. Uh, hyperbole. Like, it really is like a complete game changer, and it revitalized that entire franchise. Um, from, I would actually say it it changed games. Period. Yeah, yeah. Not only did it revitalize that franchise, it it stepped up games, especially that that over the shoulder camera. Like you don't every, get Gears of War without Resident Evil Four. Yeah, you don't get God of War, the remake God of War either. Like you don't get any yeah. of that. You know, it's like the way that game works. You know, any of the Naughty Dogs. You know, like you know, uh, 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 Last of the Us, Uncharted, Uncharted. Yeah, it's like it's all that camera angle. <laughs> so yeah, yeah for it, sure. it definitely it man it took a game that was all s- like cinematic action uh you know it well action adventure and right. turned it into a hardcore mm-hmm. legit action game yeah that anybody could pick up and play yeah you know it yeah. was not just for the shooter bros it was for everybody it was yeah. it was like wu-tang it was for the children yeah, I I would say there's no need to redo it. That doesn't mean they won't redo it. <laughs> yeah, I, here's the thing: is if you're gonna if you're gonna remake two more, it's Code Veronica and four. Yeah, Code Veronica. And when you're would done be cool. with the remakes. Yeah, Code Veronica would be cool. I think that would be interesting. Code um, Veronica is a fucking criminally overlooked game. Yeah, I mean, that was the Dreamcast one, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, with the Red Queen. Yeah, that that was an interesting game, uh, to say the least. Uh, Code Veronica, I think, is... It's top three in that entire franchise for me. Nice, yeah. It's very high up there. Uh, And so, yeah, so Resident Evil 3's remake is... um, Okay, I, that's what I'm getting from a lot of people, actually, from from a few other friends. Um, they say it starts off 
pretty amazing, like just as good as the Resident 2 remake. And then it sort of peters down. That's what I've heard mostly. Well, and yeah, like because they throw Nemesis at you immediately. Uh, but the thing that you find out really quickly is that a lot of the Nemesis encounters in this game are tightly structured, like action right. set pieces, not right. boss fight encounters. Right. Uh, there's also a lot less of the. Uh, you know the way that Mr. X would just patrol? Yes. Uh, for a large portion of that game? Yes. Uh, that doesn't happen here. Right. Uh, you yeah. have encounters with Nemesis other than like one patrol sequence. Right. Um, and yeah, he's intense in that patrol sequence, but after it's over, it's it's just the, oh, hey, look at me. You know, Bart, have you seen my new chainsaw and hockey mask? You know that thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> good Simpsons reference. I just got that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the best episode of that show ever. That's, that's a really uh, good one. That's a really good the witness protection episode yeah, is real good. That's a real good one. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the graphics of the game, like uh, let's talk about the stuff that it does. Right. I think this game looks absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Carlos, uh, looks like he has a fry kid staple to his head. I think that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, what is with that guy's hair? Like <laughs> it's it's I it's the weirdest thing. It's like anime, but real. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like anime. <laughs> yeah, it's like if someone was trying to perm their hair to look as anime as possible, and that's what they came. They up did with. it. Yeah, and you that's what they came up with. You nailed whatever you were trying to do there. We know. That's what you were going after. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, the the graphical approach to it, I think, looks great. Like, you know, beard tech, you know, hair tech. I think it's all really cool. Um, the zombies don't jib out as well as they did last year. And I don't know if that is a result of there being more of them interesting or what also you do need to realize when it comes to a lot of my critiques of the graphics of video games i am sitting two feet from a 50 inch 4k monitor yes so i noticed some stuff that other people might not notice so much but if a zombie is more than like 15 feet from you and they're kind of in the background of the scene they operate at like a quarter refresh rate right so, like, they they look like weird mannequins that are kind of stutterily moving. And then as you get closer to them, they refresh at, like, half refresh rate, which is, like, 30 FPS, which looks fine. And then when you get really close to them, they, they operate at 60 FPS, and they look perfect. Oh. So it's – but, like, you, they don't put any bokeh depth of field, like – lens effect on it so like i'm just looking at these weird mannequins in the background that are moving like they're in silent hill <laughs> yeah, very strange yeah um uh, but yeah other than that i mean it's it's the resident evil you love um the there's some stuff that's actually pulled out of resident evil 3 that i don't like they took out some of the boss fights from this game right it would and made a game that was already kind of lean on content even leaner they also removed the mercenaries mode it's not in here anymore interesting this was the game that actually originated the mercenaries mode so it not being in the remake feels very strange mm. uh, and also there were these moments uh it was kind of like a qte from dragon's lair 
where like, mm. okay, uh, so there's water on the ground and there's electricity that's sparking and Nemesis is coming at you, you know, uh, like you shoot him with the hose kind of thing yeah. or run away. You know, right. there were a lot of these like this or that kind of choices. Interesting. Um, and, you know, any opportunity where I could feel like Dirk the Daring, I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> Anytime a Don Bluth experience comes up, you know. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's actually my rap name is the Don Bluth experience. Uh, <laughs> Turn your tag name. That's what they call me. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your tag name. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah, like, I, I like uh, I like a lot of things about the Resident Evil 3 remake. Um I do not like the multiplayer. Yeah. That is bad. So if you got rid of the mercenaries mode to put that in there, you made a bad choice. Um, I get it. You know, like you're, you're building out a lot of these things, uh, you know, to keep people coming back to it kind of thing. But like Resident Evil multiplayer modes, I've never liked them. Never. Yeah, and they've tried, and they've tried, and they've tried, and it has yeah. never once resonated with me. Yeah, that's uh, that, that. Has it resonated with anybody? I don't remember any of those being very successful. Have they? I remember like uh, Resident Evil Outbreak for the PS2, the online one, uh, that oh. kind of co-op experience sort of thing that mm-hmm. had a following. Yeah, uh, I, that I didn't love it, <clears throat> but I actually did. I played it quite a bit because I had a few friends that were into it and, you know, like it was a good excuse to connect your PlayStation 2 to the internet. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that was okay. Um, mm. But like, other than that, no, uh, I've, I've never really, uh, it, I, I've never really resonated with it. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I, uh, overall, I think it's a good package, but you need to know going into it that it is a lean experience. Mm-hmm. You're maybe going to get seven hours out of it. Right. If you're a really experienced Resident Evil player or you played on easy where you're not going to die and have to replay anything, you're probably going to get more like five or six hours out of it. Right. There is incentive for you to replay it multiple times to unlock unlimited ammo for guns and all that kind of stuff that's normally in Resident Evil games. But just be aware of it going in. If you're not the kind of person who tends to replay games, mm-hmm. this is probably not a good purchase for you at full price. Right. So. That that's where I'll leave Resident Evil Three for this week, and <clears throat> hopefully by next week I'll have finished it, and we can talk yes. about uh, how I feel about the entire package once it all wraps up. So right, mm-hmm. rock on, sweet. Um, well, that's gonna do it for all of our what we've been playing because I haven't been playing video games. I've just been watching TV while working. That's literally all I've been doing. I need to hook up my um, stuff. I have a new you headset. Play a game. You need to play a game. I, I do. I have a new headset. I have a new, uh, nice new headset from Ryzen. It's pretty good. So, um, I forgot what from the type what? it is. It's it's from it's a new uh, headset for PCs from a PC, and it's a it's a Ryzen headset. Let me take you a mean look. Razer, Razer. That's it. Not Ryzen. Hey. Razer, Razer. That's what I meant to say. Uh, but yeah, it's a Razer headset. So pretty nice. nice. Pretty nice. I got Sam one. I can't remember which one I got her, uh, but she likes it a yeah. lot. Yeah, my uh, processor is the Ryzen. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Uh, we need to put that processor in your computer. We uh, do. We do. Uh, what we need to do first is we need to run like Cinebench on your computer with the setup that you had, drop mm-hmm. the new one in, and then run Cinebench again. I'm curious. Uh, or like uh, compress a 4K video. Okay. Uh, I don't, know what any of that, I don't know what any of that means. 
like just <laughs> just export a video you know like how oh, you render right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. export it. like a five minute 4k video and then export it again once you put the new processor in it and just see what the time difference is oh gotcha yeah that that's okay. how like you'll immediately go like awesome yeah this is a good purchase <laughs> and it's actually kind of a good time for you to flip that i think you have a 1600 in yours right uh I think somebody's gonna uh, somebody will give you like fifty bucks for that thing. So we need to flip that before uh, okay. while demand is high. Okay, so. I mean, that that would that would literally f- cut down half the price of the Ryzen. So <laughs> Almost, exactly. So, so there we go. Boom. That's that's why I told you buy that thing when it was on sale because it was it was the perfect upgrade true. for you. True. All right. Uh, so let's move on to our game of the day. Uh, right after this word from our sponsor and just uh, this other podcast that uh, Hello, is on the friends. network so go, go john go the collector myers here asking if you like collectibles but hate not knowing what you're going to get then take some time to turn to breaking the seal we have everything from pops to top of the line artwork statues and bring them right to your screens you can find us on facebook the dnn youtube page and as always destinationcomics.com slash dnn and always remember, friends, break that seal. And we're back from that ad break. Uh, and it is now time, Haas, to talk about Turok, hunt them dinos. Uh, Turok dinos- the dinosaur hunter. Turok the dinosaur hunter. What's your experience with Turok? Uh, that was one of the first games I got on the N64, as we discussed. It was one of the only things on the N64, I think. Um, but I got the N64, I think a year later anyway, I think I got one. I think I got mine in 98 summer of 98 is when I got mine, I think, or did it come out in 97, 96, 96, 96. I got mine in 97 was, uh, yeah, 97, I think was when I got it. Cause I think I got it with a few games. That was my birthday gift. And I think Turok was one of those games. I'm pretty sure it was that summer. So that if you I got, got it in 97, I'm assuming it's like Mario 64, Turok, and either Mario Kart or Goldeneye? Uh, Mario Kart 64 was that came with it, I think, was the was the package. And I got and I had Star Fox as well that summer. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, you were late 97 then. Yeah, I think I was late 97. So it was, yeah, yeah. All right, when was your birthday? Actually. Sorry, it would have been early '98 probably because I it was because my birthday's in February, so so it was probably yeah, early. I'm 98. thinking that I'm thinking that had to be '98. Yeah, yeah, it was probably early '98 when I got it. Um, yeah, yeah, because then that summer I, I played all those games. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, pretty rad. I I really uh, what I had a kind of torrid affair with that game so basically i owned an n64 from launch right um this is also the time that uh i am building my first computer Mm -hmm. Uh, my first my computer um to play quake quake 2 that kind of stuff Mm-hmm. Um, cause I have, I have seen the light, mm-hmm. but, uh, Turok actually came out and, uh, you know, I had an N64 that was sitting there after Mario 64 and, um, cause I didn't actually finish my computer until I think this, uh, the summer of 97. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of accruing parts. Um, cause we actually built my computer. It's 
great. Right. Uh, it, it, in those <laughs> days, you were a real nerd if you built a computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I, I got Turok Dinosaur Hunter right around launch. It was one of those things where uh, I can't remember how well it reviewed, but I remember the uh, the reviews being so positive in like EGM and shit like that that I was like, I guess I got to get this Turok game. Right. I mean, I'm not so much into like the, the box says it all for this. It's like Native American man with a knife stabbing a velociraptor. I'm like, you know what? Jurassic Park's pretty cool. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the cultural appropriation here, but you know what? I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I ended up uh, picking it up. This was, and call me crazy, other than the Midway ports that Acclaim had done, like NBA Jam and Mortal Kombat to consoles and things like that, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter, the first one for the Nintendo 64, might be the only good game they ever published. Yeah. Probably. What else have they published on that? <laughs> like everything. So they yeah. are... Granted, it was from Iguana, and Iguana was a really good development studio. Yes. Uh, Iguana made a lot of games, but like Acclaim published everything. Mm-hmm. They were... Uh, so like all those ports of uh, Midway games, uh, you know, back in the, the 90s, they, they had the rights to the WWF franchise. So like the uh, WWF attitude game for the N64 was them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just all sorts of shit. So like all kinds of de- uh, developers from Japan, like uh, Taito, you know, making like the bust to move games. They, they ported most of those to the U S I mean, they were, uh, they were kind of indelible and everyone knew them. Mm-hmm. But not for quality. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Iguana Entertainment was actually a really cool company. They were out of Austin, Texas. So this is down there in that Austin breeding ground around where it is, around where Gearbox ended up being, you know, a lot of this kind of stuff. So they right. they did like Arrow the Acrobat. Uh, they did like different uh, console ports of like NBA Jam and stuff. So they were kind of synonymous with there. They were really in bed uh, with Acclaim and Acclaim kept going to them with, uh, all right, so main development is on a SNES version of this. We need you to make the Genesis and the Sega CD and the 32X version and the Game Gear version. It, we, you, we want you to take all the Sega platforms. Right. And that's what they did. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, Turok Dinosaur Hunter is really like one of their their breakout sort of games. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also were incredibly prolific uh, in the N64 era on that platform. So the port of Forsaken 64, uh, Quarterback Club, NHL Breakaway, NBA Jam 99, All-Star Baseball 99, just all these litany of sports games. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they specialized in was making ports of this stuff. Right. Uh, and this is in the days when it's not like, well, porting a game to multiple platforms now, all these engines are so scalable and it's such a universal kind of you know x86 style platform that mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of QA and there's a lot of you know high touch and a lot of art to the form that has to go into porting games nowadays. But in these days it's like, okay, so I made this video game on a floppy disk and I need you to make it run on a Buick. Yeah, exactly. You need it to run on a what? <laughs> yeah, I got like, this Buick. 
I, I needed to play Iggy's Wrecking Balls. Can you ship that next month? I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think I can do that. <laughs> it's gonna be hard, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like uh, they were incredibly um, prolific in that era, and uh, I don't know if they were a wholly owned subsidiary. I would need to do more digging. Um, but when a it, like the entire time, but when a claim went down, uh, so did Iguana. So right, yeah, uh, they're a studio that like you know the logo, yeah, you know yeah. the splash yeah. screen whenever you start the, the game. It, it's like oh, it's these guys. Yeah, exactly. Because you get the, whether you know it or not, you've probably played twenty five games that they've made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so my exposure to Turok dinosaur hunter pretty early was, Oh, this is those guys that ported, you know, NBA jam and, uh, blitz and shit like that. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, and somehow made what I, for a launch window game still holds up near the end. I think it's art is better than just about anything on that platform. Right. I think I think their character death animations are fun and stupid, and <laughs> you know it. Acclaim was all about that, like we're going to bring an M-rated game to a Nintendo platform. Fuck you, fat man. You know, like that kind of shit. That was, <laughs> was a claim attitude right. uh, at its best. And uh, yeah, so uh, it sounds like you might have played even more Turok than I have. Uh, I played a lot of that game. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, it was in 64. It was not at the frame rate that I saw you streaming today. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, but it actually, it didn't run badly. Way less fog. Yeah, way less fog. It was way less fog. So um, that's the Turok thing. Like, that is yes. hard to remember unless you actually go back and mm-hmm. look at that thing. Yeah. That, so that game had atmospheric fog. Yes. Because of the way that it actually uh, it did its actual polygon shading rendering. Mm-hmm. So instead of having objects that would co- be rendered and no longer rendered and that kind of thing and on and on mm-hmm. and on. Yeah. It rendered the entire world whenever you booted up a level. Yes. Yeah. And it just concealed the view of that part of the level with fog so yeah. that it didn't tank the frame rate. Yes. So the um, the number one thing about the Nintendo sixty four version of that game is that the fog is aggressive. Yes, uh, the the fog is very aggressive. Uh, it does add a little bit of atmosphere to the game, though. I will say that uh, when you first when you, when you encounter your first raptor, like I, I was, it was pretty impressive for a young a young me to like fire into the, like to see a thing like coming out of the fog running at me, and I'm firing a hand handgun into it and falls like right at my feet and I was just like I just hunted a velociraptor that was awesome you know um, uh, what really got me with that game I played a lot of it uh, I played, played a lot of that game um, I ended up beating it I believe um, I think without any um, without any codes I would I would frequently put in the codes though uh, just to play it, just to to mess around in that game all the time. But I that's believe what I always did with Doom. Is just yeah. like I, I would never turn on God mode. I was always just turn on uh, unlimited ammo and just yeah. go to town. Yeah, just unlimited ammo and all the weapons. Like that's what I would do. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go God mode or anything. But just like all weapons, unlimited ammo, and I wouldn't really use like the the nukes and stuff. I never really would use those. Uh, but there were some cool weapons for 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 that time. It was it was very quakey in a lot of ways. You had. Uh, 
You had uh, the World Breaker, I think is what it was called. It was like this little spinny blue beam that was like the most uh, insanely powerful thing. And it like made a black hole and it was crazy. Uh, the nuke gun would launch like a little nuke out. It was like a red ball that would just nuke the whole screen. That was pretty cool to watch. Um, plasma rifle was my favorite weapon. That was my favorite one. Little pulse rifle little thing. That was cool. Um, but what I loved about that game and it's probably what a lot of people loved about uh, GoldenEye uh, in a lot of ways. It was all the death animations uh, that you yeah. could get. That was a lot of fun. Uh, all the death animations you could get um, that were correspondent to the um, to the gun you were using. So if you had a shotgun... In the area you shot the guy. Yes, yeah, exactly. So if you had a shotgun... You shot him in the neck, it was like... <laughs> yeah, he'd like, he'd like sputter and like land on the ground. And if you shot him in the legs, they'd like double over and like fall over. Uh, but my favorite is, of course, like the guys that would run at you with the spear and you just clip them at the top like with the with the shotgun and they would just let you know legs head over heels like ah, and they just fall it's just the coolest like oh yeah got him you know the shotgun's always like the coolest weapon you know it's like even with, with stuff with like super the tech great. shotgun yeah the tech yeah. shotgun super great tech shotgun uh, is really good I like a lot of the uh, the weapons in there. The explosive yeah. arrow darts, I think, are really yeah. cool. Like the, the game arrows. has uh, a like a pretty expansive uh, weapon variety. Uh, granted, we were in those days when it was okay. You're basically like a, a walking gun closet in most yes. games. Yeah, you know it. It's in the days where it's like, well, Doom has 10 weapons. We'll have 11. You know, like yeah, <laughs> everyone was you know. Uh, even though Quake was already out at this time, it, it still felt like everybody was chasing the Doom uh, because Quake wasn't as big of a success at the time as Doom was because mm-hmm. Quake required so much more of you to have. You needed right. you didn't need to have a 3D accelerator, but you kind of needed one. You need a hell right. of a lot more RAM. You needed a CD-ROM. You needed Windows 95. I mean, there, right. there was a lot more asks of you. Right. And... Uh, yeah, like it, it. So you know the idea of okay, well, I played Doom on my computer and that was cool, but I'm not going to go out and spend two grand on another computer. Well, I'll spend 199 bucks on this uh, N64. And yes, Turok was supposed to be a launch game, uh, but it got delayed uh, to January of '97. But you know, it's right. still four months later. In those days, a four month delay just you probably didn't even know it got delayed. You know, right. people just didn't watch release dates like they do now. Like, I, I'm, I'm the worst of this. So, like, we kept, we we talked about my uh, adventures trying to get my Doom code a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, last week, uh, waiting for midnight, man. I'm just like, all right, midnight. Uh, I want Resident Evil to unlock. All right, click, click, click. Oh, it hasn't unlocked yet. Click, click. It's twelve oh one. Where is it? Click, click, click. You know that kind of shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, in those days, four months was nothing. Uh, also, the 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 flow of time seemed different back then. Right. Beverage <laughs> <Like, laughs> Farm remembers what it felt like. Um, Beverage Farm remembers. So uh, do you know how Turok came to be? Um, I don't. There, there was that. There was a multimedia push for this thing, wasn't there? Because 
there was because a Dark there Horse. was a Turok comic yes, that was that... owned by Valiant. Yes, and Valiant, Valiant comics. Valiant mm-hmm. got bought by Acclaim, so they That's owned right. Turok. That's right. So they yes. they tried to make a cartoon, a com- uh, you know, continued mm-hmm. the comic book, make the games. Yes. They wanted because out of the Valiant line, Turok was the one. Right. It was the one that anybody knew out of the yeah. Valiant line, as far yes. as I know. And, you know, I, I'm no comic expert. I, I'm getting more into the scene here by the day. Yeah. Uh, but as far as I know, Turok, that was the name. Yeah, that, that was the top seller, I think, when they first hit, when Valiant first uh, jumped out. Because um, Valiant had a lot of, like, underground stuff. But Turok was, like, the one that, like, really exploded, if I remember right, that had the most numbers. Yeah. Well, it, it you know it had it had mm-hmm. cool art. It had fucking dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, the development of the game is really kind of, <laughs> kind of murky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I, I did actually find this. Yeah. So uh, when Acclaim bought Valiant for sixty five million dollars, that's a lot of money for a comic company in ninety four. That's a that lot, lot of money. That's a lot. But you got to think in ninety four they were rolling in cash. From the NBA Jam and all the Mortal Kombat ports, mm-hmm. they were filthy with money at the time. You know, the, right. the good times would never stop, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They always do. Uh, they but they always- bought Iguana for five million dollars plus some stock uh, in '94 uh, as part of a strategy development house. Uh, this is me basically just plagiarizing fucking uh, uh, Wikipedia, but that that explains how they got a hold of them. So mm-hmm. basically. Uh, in August of that year, uh, a claim unveiled for the Ultra 64 Turok. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was being helmed by Iguana Entertainment. So this game apparently went through a litany of problems. Yeah. Uh, and it's why it didn't ship on time. It's also why the game only has eight levels and is, is uh, designed around you replaying them to find the other keys. Yes. That game is all about, it's either about that, repetition mm-hmm. or you got to be the kind of guy that can find a, a can to cannibal soup first yeah. time, baby. This, this because, game, this game was the first experience I had uh, as a gamer of, um, of collectathoning and getting lost. I felt like, like it was a Metroid experience in 3D. Yes, it was very Metroidy. Yes. Um, and it was it was really the first because like, you know, like like, yeah, I played Metroid, but it was mostly like if I didn't I was young. So like I played Super Metroid. So if I got lost or I didn't know where to go, I just handed my brother and he, you know, and he'd finish it. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, this was the first time I was playing something. I was like, where the fuck do I go? <laughs> like, I have no idea where I'm going. Um, and that happened to me a lot in this game. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So so it was a very expansive uh, worlds for each one of the levels. Um, and a lot of uh, you, had to, you had to check every corner. Um, and with fog everywhere, it's 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 harder to, you know, to kind of look around and be like, all right, where do I need to go next? Um, and I with- discovered something when I was playing earlier that I never noticed back in the day. It's kind of fucked up that like 10% of the guys will respawn because I always played Doom and hunting for keys in that game by, okay, everyone's dead in this room. I'm pretty sure I was in here. 
So yeah, if you yeah. get kind of lost and go backtracking, you're like, well, there's guys here. I must have not been here. Then you'll wander down three more hallways and go, well, shit. Yeah. I, I was here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it gets it gets really rough. And I remember the area you were playing quite vividly just because that would be the area that I play the most. Yeah, that's the, that's you know, stage two. Yeah. Is what I was playing because I played stage yeah. one the other day mm-hmm. uh, trying to make my wife puke. She was, man, I I still had all the motion accelerating stuff out in that game. And she was like, I can't look at your TV at all. (laughs) Yeah, that that was rough to look at. I don't get motion sickness very easily. That was rough to look at. Yeah, (laughs) baby. What do you think about that game at 4K 60 FPS with vomit mode on? (laughs) (laughs) It's called vomit mode. Not not what you think. It's, just it's on by default. Even when you turn it <laughs> off, it's still actually on. Was, uh, <laughs> was vomit mode a toe jam and Earl setting? I feel like that's a booger man. Was that a booger man? Yeah, a pick and flick <laughs> adventure. Oh, yeah, pick and flick. I have no idea why I remember that. Why do I remember what? these why? things about video games? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, like if yeah. one day I'll remember to buy trash bags at the store and forget that the subtitle for uh, Booger Man was a pick and flick adventure. A pick and flick but adventure. Until then, guess what? No trash bags, but I know that. No, uh, I know that one. But yeah, to... Uh, the the reception of the game was was pretty good, but in those days, like this is uh, post Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. uh, this is pre Goldeneye, right? Um, I think this same month is right around when Doom sixty four came out. Yes, uh, and Doom sixty four is a game that we'll talk about soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we need to talk about that game because <laughs> we've talked about every Doom game, I think, except well, three. <laughs> it's also so fucking cool. Yes. Uh, so sitting back down with it, uh, you know, they they gave it as a pre order bonus uh, with the new Doom. But even if you just want to look at it, like, and you don't even care about the new Doom game, they're mm-hmm. selling that Doom sixty four port for five bucks. Right. Just just look at it. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Like, all their new, like, I don't like a lot of their character designs in it, uh, but some of them I really love. Mm-hmm. And the way that they combined polygonal and sprite work is very interesting. Yeah. So you, they're really high res sprites. So you end up with these incredibly emotive versions of like the pinkies and imps and, you know, mm. the zombies and, you know, all the, all the, uh, the, the expanse of doom enemies, but yeah. you end up with these very dark, moody, foreboding. Like if you've ever watched much footage of somebody playing, doing like a let's play of, of doom 64, the original, it's yeah. an incredibly dark game. Right. It's hard to see, uh, you know, once yeah. you start adding compression and all the macro blocking and stuff like that, that'll come through a stream. The original N64 game is hard to see. Luckily, this one gives you a little bit more uh, ability to tweak some of that stuff. So uh, yeah. that was kind of a long way around. Uh, Turok was kind of by itself. You know, yeah. it, it didn't have anybody to compete with and somehow like overperformed. Yeah. Yes. It's light on com- uh, content. I'll admit that. The game only has eight stages in a final boss fight. Right. That is not very much. No. Especially no. when each stage, even if you're picking at every edge of it, is maybe 30 minutes. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's only four bosses, I think. There's not a lot. There's the Jeep. Yeah. The T-Rex. The yeah. Super Raptor. And, and the big shaman, dude. Right? And the shaman at the end. I think that's it. I think that's all there is. So, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was Great. the right time, right place too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it unleashed itself on a thirsty audience. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was an interesting little hit. I actually didn't know that it was like a big success. Um, and, um, but it, uh, it, when I, when I played it, um, but yeah, it, it was it was a uh, it, it, it was a pretty big uh, like when when a second one came out, I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh, this like because I, I didn't really hear much about it after it came out. Um, I just remember enjoying it. So well, you got to think know. about this. Like, I actually I have some sales numbers if you'd like to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game when it came out early in the life of the N sixty four when uh, third party games were selling for seventy or eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. It sold one and a half million copies. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. For an incredibly early point in that system's life. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's that's a lot of money for video games in those days. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah. when you're talking, it costs a couple million dollars to make and you're getting a $75, $80 million return. Yeah. It's pretty big. The yeah. problem that, that they ran into is that Turok 2 sold incredibly well. It sold even better. Turok yes. 2 ended up selling like 4 million copies. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but then like uh, Turok Rage Wars was a big disappointment. Turok 3 yeah. was awful and yeah. a disappointment. Yeah. Uh, and then they tried to relaunch the franchise right when, uh, when Acclaim was in its death throes in mm-hmm. 2002 with Turok Evolution. Oh, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I want to do one day? What's that? I, I want to play through Evolution. You want to play through it? Or you just want to play Live on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> well, uh, because I have something now that I'm very excited to use. Mm-hmm. I have an HDMI adapter for my original Xbox. Ooh, very nice. That lets that thing spit out 720p video. Nice. There you and go. it upscales when we put it through the open source scan converter, so it's going to look really crisp. Yeah. So I want to play through Turok Evolution on the fucking internet. <laughs> so. Sounds like a plan. But yeah, I, I'm going to continue playing some more uh, Turok. Uh, it's par- Turok Two is apparently in the humble on PC this month. Uh, if you're in, uh, so do you ever take any of your Twitch Prime games? Uh, Twitch Prime games? Yes, you need to link your Amazon account, your Prime account, to your Twitch account, and you get this thing called Twitch Prime, and they give you like five free games every month. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I actually had heard about it before, but there had never been anything that I really wanted, Uh, but it's a super easy process to do, and they also, that's where I got that dumb unicorn skin for Doom. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) so uh, there's good stuff on there, it's all free. You're Dude. paying for it already. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm paying for the Amazon account. So, yeah. So, I didn't know that that was linked up. I could probably do yep. that. So. Yeah, you should probably do that because, hey, you'll, uh, Turok's still free right now. So, if you want to go back and relive the magic for the first time, you can. So Yeah, that'd be all right. Haven't played that in a long time. I might do that. 
So, and you listeners at home should do that because guess what? Yes. Here in a few weeks, we'll do an episode on Turok Two. Because uh, I actually, I, yes. I, I'm going to do some research on what the fuck that story is, and I want you to do some the, research on what that story is, and I want you to yes. tell me what the fuck that story is. Yes, there, there is a there is a Mammoth Muscles. Uh, uh, what happened on, is, on Turok Two? Is there is yes. there one on that game? Because Th- there is one on that. I don't think I've watched it yet, but I do need to watch that. So yeah, I'll say so, this: I'm not yeah. much into. Anyone that plays games on the internet, I like that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt Muscles is a good guy. He's I like a, that guy a lot. I he, like he his does, work. He does good content. I like his stuff. I like his stuff a lot. Yeah, and because he does more than just play video games, he'll he'll do the video essays and stuff like that. He he had a he he, he was a he was an he was an old schooler back in the day, and then he updated his content. So uh, he's, he's he seemed like a good guy, Matt Muscles. You uh you should uh, check out. He did a video. Um, on the suffering, mm. which at a certain point I thought I was the only person that still remembered or cared about the suffering. <laughs> you found a kindred kindred spirit in old I was Matt. Like, oh man, I just want to hold this guy. Just, just. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> but. Good time. Good time, but yeah, yeah. Tur- Turok's an interesting little, little, uh, little, little gem on the N sixty four. You know that uh, that was big success, um, and yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, uh, and, and got some fond memories of that game. I still have it. Still have the uh, my cartridge of that one. So I do too. I well, and uh, Turok is one of those games. that's like yeah, it's like worth like two dollars. Uh, yeah, Turok yeah, two. Uh, you no yes. one will buy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's sold too many copies, just no one will buy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I still have my copy of that one too. That one uh black card. It was. It was. Uh that one upped the um uh did it only sell black card? Because I have a black card of it. So I assume it only I don't believe they were only black card. Yeah, they, they they went all black, man. It's all black cards. Way to the devil. Edgy. Way to the super edgy. Um but I remember they stepped up the death animations on that one too. You could like cut dudes heads off and stuff with the blade you know with the the spinny blade it was like a a blade disc and you threw it it's like yeah well and uh, you know uh, this is this will be my last little tech nerd thing mm. i remember when i got the expansion pack mm. uh, for the n64 yes it was it was for turok 2 right um and because i had already been used to like pc settings where mm. it's like you know, uh, this is with ambient lighting on or direct lighting on, colored lighting on, that kind of stuff. Um, I could, I'd play it without and look at lights and objects and all this kind of stuff. And that was the, uh, uh, they added real-time lighting. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. The expansion pack. So it, like, to mm-hmm. me, like, completely fucking changed the way that that game looked. Uh, so yeah, like the, the expansion pack, it in a lot of games, it kind of didn't do shit other than maybe even out the frame rate a little bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the frame rates were still bad. I think there were only like two games that were required to have it. Uh, so, uh, Majora's mask DK. Yeah. I think that was like the only two was like Majora's mask and DK. Perfect dark basically required it. Yeah. Because I, all right, you can play through the single player, but you can only play single player multiplayer games against bots. You couldn't and they were all like silver people. That's right. Yeah. And you couldn't have anybody else play. Mm-hmm. So like that game was kind of fucking unfunctional without the expansion pack. <laughs> uh that was expansion pack less uh in theory, we'll call yeah, it. Exactly. Um, 
But like, ah, uh, man, I remember a uh, fucking sh- shitty South Park game uh, claimed oh. it supported it, and I played it with it without it, and it did nothing. It did nothing. Oh nothing. man, yeah, I, I hate that game so much. That game sucks. That, that it game was fucking sucks. It's one of the worst games. We should go through. You know what? We should do that. We should we should go through consoles and we'll do a Mount Rushmore and a Mount Shitsmore <laughs> of like I would rather slam like, my dick in a door than fucking play that game ever again. Yes, exactly. Cuz I that's probably up there on my least favorite games through all of N64. I probably wouldn't even put Superman 64 on that list. Like, like I expected nothing of that game. You know what I mean? I was excited for South Park, and it was fucking terrible. I was so mad. Like, it's like, oh, man. That was right around uh, Cartman's mom's resolution is when that came out, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it was right around there. Yeah, who is Cartman's father resolution? That big yeah. cliffhanger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out it's his mom. Uh, which it's makes, complicated. Which makes no sense, but whatever. His, his uh, mom is dead. Who is his mother? Is it <laughs> Officer Bob Brady? The nineteen eighty three number five. And they played the ten, the Terrence and Philip episode instead. Yep. Oh, oh man, people are so mad. Oh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Way to troll people, man. That's how they do it. Uh, <sighs> they, they never stop. They never stop. Never stop. Oh, man. Good time. But, yeah, we, we should do that sometime. But uh, that was Turok, which I would put on the higher tier. Uh, maybe not on the Mount Rushmore of N64, but it was at the higher tier of N64, I think. Um, I think it might be on my Mount Rushmore, that console, because I like it more than two. Yeah. yeah I'm I'd in say- the minority, but I like it more no. than two. I agree. I agree with that. I had never finished two. I did finish this one. I'd never finished two. So I would say that okay, first do, one do I you want Do you want to take five minutes here and just have like a bonus EX episode here really quick? Of, all right, name your four N64 games. Go. Oh, my four N64 I'm games. I'm not saying that this needs to be forever, but we are okay. edging it in stone on a mountain. So, you okay, know, it's, we it's already important. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, Mario, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Mario 64 and his weird stretchy face uh, for sure. Uh, I freaking I know you hate this game. I love Star Fox sixty four. Absolutely love that game. Uh, that is that I is hate some, that franchise. I, I know you hate everything about that franchise. I hate that um, franchise. Uh, that Wii U game sucks. I'm, I'm right there with you. Actually, most of the games in that franchise are terrible. I love N sixty four. I love uh, Star Fox sixty four. Um, oh man, 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 man. Uh, oof, oof. Uh, I'm I'm like I'm blanking already. Um, what about Zelda Ocarina of Time? It's Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, definitely on there. And not then, Majora's Mask. That's bad. You know, I don't. I don't like Majora's Mask. I I appreciate the things about Majora's Mask that other people appreciate now. I hated that game when it was out. I I, I actively no, trust, hated it. I have it on the fucking 3ds, <laughs> and I've started that game four times. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I hate that game. Again, I understand I, that I didn't like it at the time because I had a Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a fucking PS2. You know, I had other shit to play. But, like, that game just fucking sucks. <laughs> I honestly wish I had never opened it because I had that crazy lenticular one, the the launch one. Right. Uh, with the gold cart and everything. I'm like, oh, that'd probably be mm. worth a few hundred bucks right now rather than the negative money I feel like I got from ever playing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my last Mount Rushmore uh, goes to Jet Force Gemini. No. <laughs> oh my god 
I almost that just game. barfed. <laughs> oh, I know. It was terrible. I love that stupid. I love that game. I love that game in the same way that I love Gungrave. Uh, but moving on. Uh, no, the action. My actual one is WWF No Mercy because that's the best of that of that. See, uh, I don't like those. Games. Oh man, I love those games. Yeah, so. I you know like I've liked Fire Pro, but I've yeah. never liked any of those Aki <laughs> yeah uh, wrestling games. I, I you know Fire Pro is superior. I know that now, but back then I didn't know that. So like that. Well, yeah, and, uh, back then none of them came out here. So yeah, right. It's true. Yeah, like in 1998, where the fuck were you going to get a copy of Fire Pro World for the N64? Fair, fair point. <laughs> fair well, like, point. I just I spent all that time watching wrestling and not playing it. <laughs> in the PS2 era when uh, Fire Pro, I think it was Returns or Fire Pro something, right. uh, came out for the PS2. I was like, yo, this game's dope. I made Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Right. <laughs> I guess if I was yeah. going to pick my Mount Rushmore, obviously, there's two games that I feel like are a lock yeah. for everyone. Right. Uh, Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I think uh, And mine are actually F064 and Ooh. Turok? Mm. F0 is dope. I love I like that game a lot. Still have that one. Still have F0. Because, like, I can't put Mario Kart in there because it's the worst Mario Kart. Uh, it's the worst Mario Kart. I, I played that one a lot, but it just, like, going back well, and trying to play that I, game maybe again. Double Dash is the worst. Yeah. I, maybe I didn't Double like Dash. Double Dash, I hate the two-person thing. It's yeah. the whole conceit of it. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, so every Mario Kart, they have like one small conceit that like sort of changes the gameplay a little bit. Like in Mario Kart 8, it was the like electricity thing so you could ride up the walls and stuff like that. I thought that was fine. Mario Kart 7, it was a little hang glider. I thought that was Mm -hmm. fine. Right. You know, but uh, just, mm, yeah. Um, Okay, I I will say I'm going to knock Star Fox off of mine. Uh, And I'm going to put Smash Bros on there because I love Smash Bros. The original Smash Brothers. I played the crap out of that game. So, what if I told you the yep. same day that mm-hmm. uh, that Smash Brothers came out, me and my friends had already been playing Power Stone for two months? What would you say then? I mean, Power Stone was amazing. I played the Power Stone as well. Power Stone. What, what if I told you it's better? <laughs> I wouldn't disagree. You know, I, I I I like the original Smash Bros, but it is probably an inferior game to Power Stone. I'd agree with that. Melee is my, I'm torn, my jam, man. So I'm, I'm torn. Yeah, when it comes to uh, like Smash Brothers, I love all their lore shit. Mm-hmm. I love how uh, like awesomely deep they get into like characters that nobody loves, mm-hmm. and all this kind of <laughs> and the way that it like exposes the childrens. Yeah, uh, to that I just don't like playing them. Yeah, I mean like, it's it's a very particular. It, I can be in a room full of people cheering and playing and just like want to sit my controller down <laughs> and walk off. Like, all right, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out into the world. <laughs> you just feel, you just feel nothing for that gameplay. That's fair. Nothing. You know, that's fair. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's a very a few, there are a few like, and it's not like I don't like it. Yeah, it's not like I'm like sitting there going like, Argh! I'm just no, like I just I nothing it. Right. Yeah. Like it's a very particular type of gameplay. You know, and, and I think it's mainly virgins. <laughs> I think that that's who's mainly into it. Is it Virgins? Is that it? Okay. Or, well, they, I think they've cornered the market. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's my Smash Brothers dig. I mean, sorry I, guys. 
I mean, there's a lot of young people playing Smash Bros. So I'm not. Gonna, yeah, they're virgins. You know, they're virgins. That's. I'm not gonna hate on that. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, there's our. There's our Mount Rushmores right there. Boom. 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 That'd be pretty. That was pretty. That went pretty quick. It guess it didn't deserve a whole episode, huh? But. <laughs> but yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. I oh, mean, the, like, the yeah. top four for that. Yeah, no. the top four. Yeah, yeah. Probably didn't deserve a whole episode, but yeah. No, uh, no. I, but I. <laughs> and here's the thing. Like I say this whenever we talk about ranking anything. That that's mm. the seat of my pants, man. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you know, like there are on my Mount Rushmore. There's two stone cold locks for that. Yeah, and about yeah. every system, I usually have two stone cold locks because these yeah. are the best games this thing had to offer. Yeah, everything else is up for grabs between about ten other games. Yeah, because there's there's like, probably like for for like a soup for Super NES, there's probably like three games that everybody's gonna have, or at least two of the three in their in their thing. That's Metroid, Link to the Past, and Mario World. Like they're gonna have it. You know, that's gonna be on Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger is probably going to be there too. You know, but, <laughs> and Chrono Trigger. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like there's going to be locks that like everyone's going to have at least two of these particular ones. So you're right. I will, yeah. I will let yeah. someone fight to the death uh, over Final Fantasy three. You know, Final Fantasy mm-hmm. six. Yeah, yeah. Final uh, Fantasy I will, three, let, I will let someone totally make that argument. Yeah. Two, but for four, me, yeah. there is yeah. no other choice. Oh, Chrono there is, is no ma- other choice other than Chrono Trigger. But Chrono Trigger is a masterpiece. Like I, I would probably, for my experience, put Final Fantasy two four on there. But you know, because I never played Chrono Trigger when I was young. But you know, I even I know that Chrono Trigger is a fucking you know, like it's it's just a, a it's it's a magnum opus. Like it's just nothing. You know. Well, and- can't so fans of the channel will remember that what like four years ago i came up with my dumb uh it was an article it was a text article series of you know that uh Mm. you haven't played that or something like that where i talked about me playing through uh chrono trigger Mm. on that ps1 uh greatest hit thing collection yes uh and then uh like two years later, I ended up playing through the DS version of it, which is right. actually the best way to play it. Yes, you've said because, that. Yeah. Well, and the reason being, you still get the anime cutscenes, mm-hmm. but there's no loading times. Right. So right. I would actually say the PS1 version is a totally acceptable way to play it, but just be aware that the loading times won't bother you at first, mm-hmm. but as your save starts to grow, the mm-hmm. load times get longer. Hmm. Okay. So your save starts to bloat and as it does the load times take longer. So just be aware okay. of that. It's a totally right. fine way to play it. It's just that in this day and age uh we're not quite as accustomed to those load times anymore. So if you have a choice between the DS and PlayStation 1 version, you yeah. know, I, I definitely play the the DS version or yeah. play the Super version. The anime cutscenes are fine, but you don't yeah. need them. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Toriyama's awesome, and but they're not needed. Yeah. Spoilers. There, there's a million emulators out there. Uh, so, there's a million ways you can play it without mm-hmm. paying anything. That's uh, very true. But I'm that weird asshole that, like, I'll still emulate things, but I still like to, uh, like, own the physical copy because I'm an asshole. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you like, you like to pay for the things that you that you enjoy. So yeah, but I want to hoard it so no one else can touch it. Like that copy of Chrono <laughs> Trigger that I own, no one will ever put it in a system. It's going to my grave. <laughs> it's going to my grave. Bury, Damn it. Bury me with no, it. No, I'll have my wife bury me with my sealed copy of Earthbound. 
Uh, that's good. I'll be like, well, honey, uh, that sealed copy of Earthbound. I'm like, well, it could put one of our children through college, but, but I want to be buried. <laughs> but I want to be buried in it to the theme of Black Knight. Put that at the end of this podcast. Put it like just a little bit. I will do that. Uh, in fact, yeah. that the end of this podcast is now. So thank you guys for uh, joining us at the Video Destruct Podcast. Yeah, sorry the last 20 minutes was just us rambling. <laughs> no, that's fine. I think that's a new segment. Sometimes we'll do... We'll do uh, Mount Rushmore's at the end. I think that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, so we can we call it like uh, the Video Destruct Podcast EX. EX, the EX section of it. Um, what is extra? Is that what that means? Is that, is that what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's okay, the, uh, well, it's usually those uh, EX versions of games in Japan had uh, extra modes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're correct. All right, rock on. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Video Destruct EX. We'll have we're gonna have a segment. And it'll be some stupid question that I'll probably have for Haas or Mount Rushmore or something like that. So there we go. Uh, and at some point, if people like it enough, we might actually end up making it its own th- uh, feed. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like here, here's, here's yeah. a supplementary feed. But, you know, yeah. we need a hell of a lot more of you to listen for us to do that. Yes, that's true. So <laughs> uh, share, like, comment, subscribe, share, uh, go out there. We're, up, we're available on all sorts of things. Uh, we're available on Spotify, uh, Breaker, uh, iTunes, all sorts of places you can get your podcast, Google, uh, you know, Google Play. Uh, so go subscribe, go share us. Uh, if you like what we hear, let us know. Uh, so, you know, give us, give, us a, give us a shout out on social media. We got a Facebook page. We got uh, Twitter at uh, Video Destruct. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Hoss underscore buddy, H-O-S-S underscore B-U-D-D-Y. I'm a good Twitter person to follow because uh, I don't ever really talk about any of the the shit that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't talk about anything political. Uh, I post pretty decent video game deals and you can see pictures of my rad new keyboard. Yeah, so, it's true. It's true. It's fun times. <laughs> that, that's going to do it. That's going to do it, man. We're out, of, <laughs> we're out of time. We got to go. Thunder in paradise. Thunder in paradise. Maybe. No, we have to film WrestleMania in here. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did appreciate that. They were like dumb and dumbers next. That's how they did the last one. It's pretty good. The, uh, so, uh, are we still recording? Just one uh, last thing. Yeah, sure. Here's, still recording. Our, here's our final stinger. Okay. Uh, for the end of this. Okay. Uh, the best joke I came up with all day is if you if you listen very closely, somewhere you can hear the Edge and Randy Orton fight still happening. <laughs> it's still going on. Second. That was the most overlong wrestling match. <laughs> Second longest WrestleMania match ever. Behind really? Brett. Yep. Behind Brett and uh Sean. So was yep. it thirty-six minutes I heard? Thirty-seven minutes, which wow. I'm a bit shocked that Taker and Triple H was under forty. I don't think they're counting entrances. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, and basically we didn't get Randy's entrance. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get Randy's you have entrance. To take that in mind too. Yeah, it's true. Uh so yeah, but that's gonna do it. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>